everyone, and welcome to the AIM Sisters podcast. You're here today with your hosts, Anna and Maria Setting, bringing your favorite twin talk of the week. In this episode, we're going to talk about following your heart. I know this is a very used catchphrase, and some of us are tired of listening to that. However, we wanted to dive a little deeper into the meaning of following your heart. Does it mean that you're following just your heart or your brain? Or what is the difference between, you know, doing a rational decision or a decision that is led by your heart? Uh, so first of all, I think it's important to understand what we're meaning by that. And by following your heart, we mean using your intuition because the much deeper way of knowing and understanding things around you that are not necessarily preconditioned by or experiences such as rational part of the mind. And I guess one of the things that you can do to listen to your intuition is learning to listen to your emotions. It would be the first step, at least for me. So what I mean is that sometimes when you have a difficult decision to make, instead of just considering with your rational mind what's best for you, because most of the times you're taking into consideration not only your own opinions, but also Uh, external expectations and all other different factors. When you listen to listen, when you learn to listen to your emotions, you're actually tapping into your intuition and you can also feel your own body. Sometimes mm -hmm. when you feel certain resistance, you feel your body is tightening up. And when you feel something that seems a little bit difficult, but actually you feel it's right for you or you feel it's good, your body will feel a different way as well. So although in the beginning or in some situations it may feel a contradiction between what your mind is telling you and what your body and emotions are telling you, I guess that's how you learn to differentiate between your brain, your rational mind, your ego and all that, and your emotions and your intuition and what your heart is telling you. Yeah, and I think... A very simple way of doing it is just thinking about something you really enjoy doing, you know. How do, how do you feel when you think about that? That hobby, that little thing that you do in the weekends, you know. If that brings you joy, probably you're going to feel relaxed and excited to do that thing. Um, and when you think about something you don't really like doing, but you just have to, your body reacts differently. And I think you can tell then what, what is naturally you're naturally inclined to do. And it doesn't mean just because it's easy, because usually following your heart is not easy at all. And I think one thing you have to point out is that is a choice that you have to choose to choose this path of a heart-led life or not. Because we're hardwired to be very rational and to make decisions that are safe. We do that for our own survival and also for social approval because wanting or not, social approval for so long has been part of our survival mechanism as well. And it's really hard to just break free by yourself from everything you've been raised to be. So I think the first thing we need to do is first recognize what is our heart, what is our mind, and then try to break through mental barriers or limiting beliefs around what our heart is telling us. So what we mean by limiting beliefs is, for example, um, when you believe that 
pursuing an artistic career, for example, you would not make you money ever. Like if this was important in your mind when you were a child, maybe it's really hard for you as a grown-up to break free from that. Or if you really feel like that's the right decision for you, sometimes you feel a lot of fear around it because that's a limiting belief you had. So in order for you to be able to really follow your heart and embrace this new um, career, this new area as your career, for example, you have to break free from those limiting beliefs. Otherwise, you're going to keep, you know, self-sabotaging or not trusting yourself. And of course, it happens in many different areas, not only career, in relationships as well. If you have some kind of limiting belief around that, it's also something that perhaps make you choose out of fear and not out of love, you know, making rational decisions instead of listening to your heart. And um, mostly, I guess, it's um, in the beginning, it started noticing what, what are the things that are your beliefs and what are the things that are other people's um, beliefs that they kind of imposing to you throughout your life. And then... Also, of course, if you have any limiting beliefs that you yourself created, um, it's time to face them and realize that they're not useful to you anymore during this this part of your life. You know, maybe they they were useful at a certain period of your life, but now that you're deciding to um, really face your options and really face, you know, how you make your decisions, if it's based on your rational mind or your heart and all that, Maybe it's time also to reconsider all the beliefs you have surrounding that topic that you're concerned about. I think a good way to identify what is a limiting belief that you have is identifying your fears. So when you think about taking that passion of yours and making something more serious out of that, whether it is a job, relationship, um, anything you want to do, if fears come up, you have to analyze them because and think, okay, this fear just bubbled up. Is it something I experienced firsthand and that's why I'm afraid of it? Or is it something I've been told for so long? That's why I'm afraid. And usually when the fear is secondhand, like you were just raised to be afraid of this, usually that's something you need. That's a limiting belief. That's something you need to pass through. And it's external noise, really. So, like, another example is you really want to have, I don't know, you want to have a bakery, for example. You want to, you really like baking and you make beautiful cakes and sweets and all of that stuff. And all your friends compliment that. Of course, if you want to keep it as a hobby, it's great, you know, because we don't need to capitalize on everything we have, we like, and we have skills. That's another thing. But if you always, you thought about like, oh, my dream would be, you know, live in a pretty city and maybe open my own bakery. But in your mind, you're very like, you have an academic family and they really expect you to, I don't know, have this hardcore skills or learn something that is very highly viewed by society. And they want you to I get your PhD, get your PhD and then go work in Switzerland. You know, <laughs> uh, I think. That's how you realize, like, maybe you, you really can make a life baking, you know, and that's what's going to make you happy. But you're afraid because you don't believe the skills you have 
like the manuals because you have to do a beautiful like cake or whatever is not enough you know because it's not intellectual because it's not something you worked 10 years in the academy to learn i think it's also the- like not not valued the same way yeah but i mean that's why i would say like you have to break through mental barriers because it's like you're developing your own talents because of the way you're raised to be. So I guess once you break free from those um, limiting beliefs and those mental barriers, you realize that what matters is your opinion actually. And what matters is what you want to do not what other people want to do because that's your life and not their lives. I think many people, sometimes parents, they want to live their ideal life through their children. Um, or, you know, people who think they love you and they care for you, they, they want to see you succeed in the way they think success is, can be really damaging for you. So also learning not to care about other people's opinions is really important. Not in a rude way, of course. Um, if somebody wants to give you, um, uh, you know, a feedback about something that is useful, constructive, of course it's nice. But sometimes people's opinions they just keep they just keep limiting us, and because if they don't agree with what we want to do, sometimes we keep questioning ourselves about our decisions. Like, did I really make the right decision? Am I being stupid for doing that? You know, everybody's telling me the opposite. But actually, like I said, it's your life, so you know better. Mm-hmm. It's true because criticism is like a snowball effect because you already have your own insecurities, your own fears going into whatever you want to do for real. And then if people criticize you, it's like just becomes this huge snowball avalanche kind of thing and you just give up before you even start. So I think shutting down the noise is extremely important. And people that don't really support you in the beginning, sometimes they start supporting you when you're already well. So you see that their criticism was actually based on their own judgments and not really something based in anything real, but maybe their own fears or preconceptions as well. Um, because it's true, like everyone just talks, is everyone is mirrored, right? Like they talk from their own experience. And we see the things that we are most hurt because they're reflecting something back to us. I think it's also interesting during these times because you kind of notice who are the people who will always support you no matter what and those who will be judging you. Mm -hmm. If you make a decision that, you know, they didn't expect or that, you know, I thought you were a different person and they they don't really know where you're coming from and they don't really want to, understand you they just don't get it and that's it i think it's really curious how you learn more about the people around you and how they they welcome new things from you and how supporting they are Mm -hmm. that's why people say it's important to build a community like creative community or something around the things you like so at least you have the support system that you might have not found within like your close circle of people when mm-hmm. you try to change because when you surround yourself with people that are kind of like-minded 
you learn skills with each other and you also see that it's possible to do whatever you're willing to do. It's not just this faraway dream. So I think it's important to don't fall down in fear because usually the fear is not something from your own lived experience. And you always can be, you know, the outliner and do something different. And another exercise that um, someone asked me to do kind of this week is to visualize yourself in 10 years. And I think this episode is, is more related to career decisions because it's something that is going on in our lives currently. But I hope you all, I mean, everyone needs to think about those things at some point. So I hope it's helpful. But this um, picturing yourself in 10 years exercise, I, I found really great because it's like, imagine the thing you're doing right now, the, the thing you're spending the most time doing. Um, can you see yourself still working or doing that thing in 10 years? Now imagine, can you do that thing in 10 years without being paid to do it? And if the answer is no, you're probably in the wrong path, my friend. <laughs> Sorry to tell you. If you said yes, well, congratulations, you made it. You found something you like. And the thing is, the longer you walk this road, the harder it is to walk away from it. So if you are in your early 20s, that's wonderful. If you're in your 30s, that's wonderful. You know, it doesn't really matter where you are, but if you are at the, in the beginning of this road, like in case me and my sister were in the beginning of roads, it's easier to change. And I don't I really don't take it for granted. So think about it if you're in a like changing point in your life, a turning point, think really thoroughly about it. Because that's the moment you can decide, okay, is it my heart telling me this, my intuition, or is it my brain? Something I've been taught my entire life and I don't really want to do that in 10 years. And yeah, I found that a really insightful way to understand. It's really useful. And I think for those who are a little bit lost, they don't really know what they want to do. It's also a good exercise because they can try to imagine different options, right? Um, it doesn't mean you need to have only one thing in your mind to, to you know, make this visualization exercise but you can imagine yourself doing like four different things and then you can try like we said in the beginning to feel in your body in your heart you know how does it feel to be doing while you imagine how does it feel to be doing this for 10 years how does it feel to be doing that other thing and then you're going to notice you have less resistance towards some stuff than others so it's really useful, I guess. And you yes. can, you know, especially if you think, like you said, if there was no money involved, of course, that, that's not exactly how it works. But, you know, maybe taking that, which is such like a heavy weight in the equation, if you take that off, maybe you can really feel in your body, like, how does it feel? Like what in is terms the of, of yeah, in terms of like, do you feel inspired by that, and do you feel joy mm -hmm. doing that? 
Can you imagine yourself being happy doing that? And of course, um, money is important, but I think it will come to you if you do something you love. And that's another thing. I guess we've been implanted with those ideas that we cannot do certain things and that we should follow a certain path because it's useful for those in power as well. So, you know, most of our limiting beliefs is not, it's really useful for people in power to make us believe that we cannot do more than a certain, you know, standard. Yeah. So if you break free from that and you pass this message to other people, they're going to become more empowered and free as well. Because we can do so much, mm-hmm. much more than we, like- than we were thought. In our time on this planet, this lifetime at least is very limited. The amount of years we have, productive years, that we can really make a difference and be the best version of ourselves is, is not that long, you know. So think I, that's why I think choosing a job you love is, is really, really important because you're going to spend most of your time in that thing and you don't want to leave it for the weekends, right? Um, also I mean, of like, course. Sorry. No, go ahead. I uh, just got to mention, like, of course, for some people, your career is not the most important thing in your life. But for a lot of people, it's one of the most important parts of their lives. I mean, we have son in the 10th house. So for us, like, finding a career that we enjoy, it's really important. Um, maybe for you, it's another thing. But anyway, but it's important. In some love, it's important for everyone because... Unless you're very lucky, you're going to have to find a job at some point in your life. You know, even if that thing is not the most important for you, but still you're going to have to spend time and energy doing that. And I think if you spend time, energy, and dedication doing something you really like, that thing can grow so much more. And, and that doesn't mean that you need to be, you know, a freelancer working for yourself or having your own business. You can find an organization institution, whatever that you believe that you like, or even like some, some other crafts that you like to do. It doesn't need to be your own business, right? So, but I think it's important for everyone to feel happy in their own lives and some, some sense of fulfillment, whatever they're doing. Yeah. So another thing I, I think is a good tip is that if you have this big dream, that it feels so far from reach, it's like far away. Like, how am I going to get there? Because that was me when I was a child. Like, I've always had these crazy big dreams. And I was like, how am I going to do this? There's no university path to doing those things. I just literally didn't know how I could even give the first step, you know. So I it's really, really long. We're trying <laughs> to picture in our minds a map. From our little town to the place, you know, the career we wanted. I really yeah. remember. And it was like mind-boggling. Wow. So frustrated. Like, how am how are you gonna do that? Nobody has ever done this that I know. Somebody help yeah. me. We were like 11 or so. <laughs> Even yeah, younger. We well, the path didn't appear so clearly as we would like to. I mean, we had to go to university and learn all those different skills that actually are were not leading us in the place we wanted to go in the first <laughs> place, but it's all right. I think now we're closer to know how to get there. 
and that's a big relief. <laughs> but I think if you're in our shoes someday in your life or still in that position, the tip I'll give you is to do something every day or at least regularly that has something to do with the thing you want to become. So that thing, that version of yourself doesn't feel so far away. So I don't know if you want to become an artist, but you're like, I don't even know if I can draw. Well, get a, pe get a paper and pen and, or pencil and start doing some doodles. Start, you know, making a sketchbook or something. And then you learn like, oh, do I have the skills to really do this or not? Do I really like it or not? If you have this vision for you, you want to have your own business, for example, and you can start learning things about how to set up an online business. Or you can learn more about website design or how to find the right people to help you or how to set up, you know, the technical stuff that you're going to need. And the more you learn, the, the less it feels that you're far away from that. thing. Yeah, it's not overwhelming. You understand that, of course, to, to reach the success level you have in your mind is a long way, but you at least have the map and the steps now. That's a really useful advice. And I also would say that for those who feel really lost and maybe sometimes even a little bit stuck or depressed because they don't find something that they like, even if you cannot have the energy to do that thing every day, you can at least, you know, see someone that is doing what you like. You know, get yourself... Um, involved in that, in that, how do I say, in that environment, even if it's on social media, you know, follow some accounts that are doing stuff like you want to do or things that you like. Um, I don't know. Watch things that inspire you that are related to that. Even if it's something that is not so active, if, you, if you're not in the position to do something like that, at least you are feeding a little bit your inspiration and your desire to do something and then when you feel you're in a position good enough to do something and have the energy to put a little more effort into that then it's going to feel easier but just don't you know just don't give up on everything if you feel a little bit lost because i think we've all been there yes yeah and i mean the doing something it's good that you added that because it's, it's not necessarily working hard every single day because we have to, usually you're still living a different life while you're doing this, is to have your job or whatever occupation or study you're doing. So that demands time. So it's like during your free time, if you can do one little thing that gets you a bit closer, that's useful. Like even, like you said, you can, there are so many great, things out there like on youtube podcasts and stuff telling stories and how people got in the place they are nowadays so i think we can learn a lot from those experiences too and, and it's I'll a great say, way to break our stereotypes as well and i'll say if you at least want to try to listen to your heart if you at least want to give it a try to listening to your emotions when you're making a decision i'm already very very proud of you Because it's really difficult. I mean, especially in the beginning, you're like, I don't trust 
what my, my heart is saying to me, because you've always made decisions based on your mind and everyone around you is questioning your decision. So I really admire your, your courage. courage to do that. You're amazing. And it's not going to be easy, of course, because by choosing that, you're having to face all those limiting beliefs that were implanted in your mind since you entered school, basically, even before that sometimes. You know, everybody telling you that this is the right thing for you. This is the right thing for you over and over. And you're actually inside. You feel like that's not, of course, that's not. It's killing me. Mm-hmm. But your mind just becomes numb to that because it's like, I cannot live with this, conf- this conflict inside me. So whatever, I'm just going to follow what people are telling me to do. So just to realize that, that you're actually not following your heart, that you're not actually following your intuition, you're not following your life destiny, if you believe so. It's already huge, huge. Yeah, I would say like, congratulations. Even if you're here listening to us and to this point of the podcast, because it means that you have some interest in that. And that means a lot because we're going through this process ourselves. We had to undo so many limiting beliefs ourselves in the past year to dive into whatever we want to do next and I hope you stick along and I think also is like it's a great act of not giving up in yourself because when you just take on whatever other people are telling you you kind of give up in this part that makes you who you are and like my sister mentioned like I think everyone is born with a certain set of skills or a certain inclination towards whatever. And if you really hone that skill, if you really go into that, how wonderful would the world be? You know, like not everyone is into making podcasts, but some of us are. Not everyone is into, I don't know, building stuff with wood, but some of us are. Not all of us are great at writing books, but others are. And that's why we have, you know, the things we have in the world. So if everyone could dedicate themselves to whatever they really enjoy doing, how many more beautiful things, beautiful experiences and lives you would have. It's just a thought that I have frequently. If we just allowed ourselves to be guided to whatever direction we want to be. And I think so, things flow. Go ahead. Just... Remember that you should give yourself a chance, just trusting yourself this time. And maybe you'll figure out that there's a whole new world <laughs> expecting you on the other side when you give yourself a chance and you trust yourself for maybe the first time ever. Yeah. And I mean, we're not saying that it's easy. First, making the decision is damn hard. But also when you start going in that direction, you're you're tested. So it's like making choices are not easy and following your heart doesn't always feel good. That's the thing. Because people usually say, oh, follow your heart. You're going to have like rainbows and sunshine. No, it feels bad sometimes. It's like you're going against everything and you're learning those new skills. So you're going to have bumps on the road, but stay in the road. You know, you found it. That's a great thing. You found your road. You found the thing you want to do. So even if you have to learn a few things, even if you have to endure a few bumps, 
I'm pretty sure you're going to reach whatever is the place you want to go. Cry the tears if you need to, but don't give up because it's a beautiful path ahead of you and trust in yourself and learn to listen to your emotions and everything will be all right. <laughs> you're going through this yourself, let us know in the comments. You can always message us, talk to us in the comments on our blog, amsisters.com, or email us, anything. And I think it would be great to know if you're going through this transition yourself, what are your future plans, or what you would like to see here on the podcast. We always like to talk to you guys. Thank you very much for listening. If you liked, please leave us a review on the podcast and hope to see you in the next episode. Thank you so much. Thank you and have a great week. Bye. Goodbye.